All right, so the title of today's message is Set Apart. Set Apart. And we're going to read out of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. So if you'll stand with me for the reading of the word. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Suthanes, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, and with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, as we're here today before you, I pray, God, that we would understand what it means to be sanctified, to set up, be set apart for you, Lord Jesus, that we would experience your grace and your peace like never before. That, Lord, that it would rain down on us and that, Lord, your love would fill our hearts and our minds. Give us understanding today of your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. You may be seated. As I said earlier, yesterday I went on a prayer walk in Riverside with Pastor Otto and Anna and many other people, and we, we got to share the love of God with people and pray. You know, um, when we go out there to Planned Parenthood, we don't go to protest. We don't yell, go to yell and scream at people. I remember John Harkey was here. Remember John Harkey's coming in a, a few weeks on the 20th, John Harkey and his wife Meliana will be with us for four days. But John Harkey, he was talking about when they were voting for um, same-sex marriage in Hawaii, he said 25,000 people showed up to protest. And he said, could you imagine if 25,000 people showed up to pray? Can you imagine if we would just show up and pray and that's what we did yesterday. We showed up at Planned Parenthood to pray. And I want, to mark, you know, I want you to mark your calendars November 12th because they ask a church, they do it every two weeks, the second and fourth Saturday. But November 12th, it will be the last one this year that they do um, the prayer walk out there. And they're inviting all the churches that have sponsored a Saturday out there. And we did that in September. We sponsored a Saturday. We preached on it. And so... They've asked me to come and be the speaker out there at the park. So November 12th, please come. It's not a protest. It's a prayer, prayer movement, whatever it is. And it's bringing churches together to pray together. And yesterday there was, I think, three or four churches that had come together to pray out there for, for people to, well, number one, to not have an abortion, but for the people even that have had abortions, that they could experience the forgiveness and love of God, amen, and, and to get the victory over what has happened in their lives. So put that on your calendar, November 12th, be out there at 845, it's on the corner of Magnolia and Arlington, and it'll be a, just a wonderful time of sharing the word, encouraging people, and prayer. So don't be afraid because there's nothing to be afraid of because all we do is pray. Amen. And you, how many of you like to pray? I know there's a bunch of prayer warriors in here, so put it on your calendar. Amen. Well, you know, in, in this, you know, this, this word here that we, we're talking about today, Paul talks about being called an apostle of Jesus Christ. 
Now, a lot of people say they're an apostle, but an apostle is specifically a delegate, specifically an ambassador of the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen? Someone that has miraculous power and a, a sent one. He is sent, a messenger. That's what an apostle is. I just read all that to you. He is sent, amen? And he has the power of God. That's what an apostle does. And so that's what Paul was. And it wasn't through his own will. Because, you know, Paul had an agenda, but God had a different agenda. It was through the will of God that Paul was sent. Not because of his own merit, not because he was some great guy, that God said, oh, hey, Paul's a great guy. Let's send him as an apostle, amen. It, it's, um, it was through the will of God that God transformed him and changed him into a man that he could use. That God humbled Paul, Paul, and he was transformed on that road and he assumed that office of an apostle by the spirit of God, amen. He left his own will to be an apostle. He left who he was to become who God created him to be. And many people, you know, like I said, call themselves apostles now, but they're self-appointed. Paul was not self-appointed. God, God appointed him. And Paul is letting us know that he was appointed by God to be this apostle. He was appointed by God to write all these letters. He was appointed by God to write over half of the New Testament. Amen. God did this. It wasn't his plan. His plan was to destroy the church because it went against what he knew to be true. Amen. It was an encounter with God that changed his mind and his heart towards the church. When he was on that road to Damascus, this bright light shone and he fell out. The light blinded him and God spoke and God gave him a new direction. And that's what God does to us. He shines his light on us to give us a new direction. Amen. So that we don't continue in the way that we've been going, the way that we want to go. He changes us. He transforms us. And Paul, he went from destroying the church to building and planting churches, amen? That's what he did. In, in the Greek, church means assembly or a gathering of called out ones. A gathering of called out ones. If you're here today, it's because you're a called out one, amen? Matthew 22, verse 14, it says, for many are, are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. The cause goes out for salvation from the Lord, but not everybody responds to the call. You can tell people about Jesus, but not everybody's gonna respond. You can show them the love of God, but not everybody's gonna receive it because they're stuck in their way of doing things and that's what they wanna be doing and they don't want that change yet in their life. And I say yet because I believe that they're gonna change, amen? I believe when we plant a seed that something's gonna come along, gonna water that seed and someday that seed's gonna grow into a tree, amen? And they're gonna be changed from darkness and into this wonderful life light. That's the plan. But not everybody likes that. But I hope that you respond to that calling. Even today, as we've taken communion, that you've already responded to that call. Like I said, I don't believe you're here by chance. I believe you're here because God has called you out. God has put his hand, he's drawn you out. As I was sitting here this morning praying, you know, every Sunday morning at 945, we pray. We just pray in here at the altar, 
just coming before the Lord and praying as I was praying, I just kept seeing the Holy Spirit just wanting to draw people out, to just pull them out of where they've been, to just draw them by his wonderful light, to draw them by the love of God. I just saw the hands of the Holy Spirit just pulling people today, just pulling, just pulling. And listen, that's what God is calling us to do, that we would reach out and we would pull people out of darkness, amen, that we'd be his hands extended to draw them out. You are the called out ones, amen. You're the ones that have said yes to the Lord. You're here today, and I believe everybody has said yes to the Lord because you're here and you've experienced his presence. You've experienced and you prayed already today. So I believe we are all called out ones to do the will of God, amen. We are called to go and do that. And God has spoken to us already, prophetically. I don't usually give words like that because that's a, whew, a tough word. And I'm not here to judge anybody. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm here to receive from the Lord. But I am here to tell you the truth about what the word of God says. I'm here to tell you what God is saying. That's my job. That's my role. That's my calling to do that, amen. That's what I'm called out to do, that we all make that commitment to Jesus with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, so that the the church can be the place where the call out ones come to and that Jesus can infiltrate those that haven't experienced that calling yet. That you, everybody look at your neighbor and say, you, Go and get somebody and bring them in. That is your job to fill these seats, amen. This site's looking a little thin. It used to be a lot thicker. I know some people are on vacation, but you got to fill it up. This front area here, I'm a little disappointed. Come on, you got to go and get the people, amen. Amen, that's your job. You're to bring them in. You bring them in and then all... I will, it will be my job to get them to be those called out ones. It's my job, amen, right here at this pulpit to encourage people in Jesus Christ. You know, so that when they hear and they receive, they are sanctified. Amen. That today we are sanctified, amen. Sanctified means to be set apart to be holy, to make holy, to purify, to consecrate. That's what it means to be sanctified. And, and that's what the, the scripture has, has called us to today in that he said, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, to those who are made holy in Christ Jesus, to those who are purified in Christ Jesus, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, be purified. You know, and when God looks at us, he looks at us through the lens of the blood of Jesus. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus, amen? And so when God looks down at you, when you're sanctified, he sees the blood of Jesus. He sees you washed and cleansed. He doesn't see who you were. He sees you who you are in Christ. He sees you as being clean, as being holy, as being sanctified, amen? 
John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, think about that. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, as Jesus is in the light, if we walk the way Jesus did, uh, and we have what? Fellowship with one another. We need to fellowship with one another. Can I hear an amen? You know, some of you like to just get in your car and go. You know, you like to skip the pie and the cake and, you know, and the coffee and you like to just get out the door. You know, I used to be that way too. I, and not saying you're that way if you, if you do this. But I, I used to get out as quick as I could because I didn't want to talk to anybody. You know, I wanted to make sure the pastor saw me. I wanted to make sure my mom saw me, that I was in church. But then I wanted to get out so I didn't have to talk to anybody. Because, you know, Margaret, it's just like when they talk to you, you know, and, and you got people like Delonda that just see right into your soul. She looks at you and you're like, oh, God, what is she seeing right now? And I have to live with that. <laughs> She's not here. She, you know what? She, she, she went out to serve with the kids. We need more volunteers. She went out to serve with the kids. But we need that fellowship to one another. You can't be afraid if somebody sees something in you. Just confess it and get it out. Just let it go, amen. Because the blood of Jesus, his son, his son cleanses us from all sin. He cleanses us. He washes us. And so it's nothing but the blood, amen. But we, we need to walk in that light. We need to walk as cleansed, amen. I'm cleansed, amen. We, we're cleansed, amen. That's the Holy Spirit, bro. Amen. That's what he does. So the, the key to all this is walking as the children of the light. Let your light shine. Amen. God did not put his light in you to put a, put a basket over you. He said, oh, I'm going to put my light in Robert. Come up here, Robert. Come up here. Come on. Hurry up. Quick. Come on. Come up here. Come up here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come right in front of this green light. Woo! Look at that. He's he's letting putting that light on Robert. Let that light shine on Robert right now. Amen. He's he's putting you in the light, Robert. Not so you could not so you could hide, not so you could be covered up, but so that you can shine. Amen. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He wants you to shine. Amen. You can go back. I know. <laughs> He's like, Pastor, you're crazy. I know. But that's, that's the idea. You walk as the children of the light. You don't hide your light. You let people know, hey, you know, Jesus loves you, and so do I, amen? And this is why Jesus loves you. This is how he loves you. Tell him how. He went to the cross, and he died for you. And his blood that he shed cleanses you from every sin. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of offending people. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares what they think about you? Listen, they're already going to hell. So who cares if you offend them? The blood of Jesus will wash them. Use it. Use it. Be that light. Let it shine. Amen. So, 
And as we do this, as we do this, as we let our light shine, we're called out to be saints. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a saint. Now, you may not always feel like a saint. You may not always feel holy. Where'd the light go? Now I got one flashing in my face. You may not always feel that way. If you could uh, put a stop on those blinking lights, please, that'd be great. It's flashing in my face. Push the DBX box up there on the counter. But if you, what was I saying? Uh, I don't care if I'm in the dark. I just can't handle that flashing light. Yes. Turn the house lights back on, please. There you go. I'm good now. <laughs> Where was I? You may not always thank you. You may not always feel like a saint. I remember one time, man, I was down here. I was standing right here. And the presence of God was just, I felt like I was in heaven. You know, I wasn't the senior pastor. Pastor Dave was the senior pastor. And he always sat over there. And I sat right here. And I'm just worshiping. And, I, and the presence of God is just God. I feel like, hey, let's just let's just get this over with. Let's just go to heaven right now. I mean, I am just enthralled with his presence. And Pastor Dave walked up to me and he goes, hey, Ron, could you go do this something for me? And I'm like, okay. And, and I took off and I went and did it and I came back. And, and I wanted to get back there. I wanted to get back to that place. And I'm raising my hands. I said, Lord, just take me back. I don't feel it. And the Lord spoke to me. He goes, when has it ever been about feeling? I'm like, oh, it's all about faith. You may not feel like you're, you're a saint. You may not feel like you're holy, but it's not a feeling, it's faith. I take it by faith that I'm a saint, amen. I take it by faith that I'm holy, amen. And then I'm gonna walk it out that I'm holy, amen. I'm gonna walk it out that I'm a saint of God, amen. And I, you know what? The more you start declaring, you look up in the mirror and you get in the morning and you, and you look at you, oh, hey, good morning, saint. Just start declaring who you are in Christ, amen? You're a saint and you're holy. Declare that instead of, oh, another day. <sighs> Declare who you are in Jesus, amen? Because he's declared it and he doesn't want you hiding it. Tell your family members, I'm a saint. And they'll say, yeah, right. But tell them, you know, to be a saint, to be holy means to be sacred, to be pure, to be blameless, to be consecrated, separated, properly revered, worth of veneration, God-likeness, God-likeness, God's innermost nature. <laughs> Can you believe? This is what we are. You have God's innermost nature. You have been set apart for God. You've been reserved for God and his service. A holy God calls for a holy people. Amen? See, now I would take a picture of that. I would lock that into my phone. I'm gonna do that right now. I'm just gonna lock this up so I can look at it every day 
just who I am in Christ Jesus. Amen. I am a saint. I am holy. I'm set apart. Amen. I am reserved for God in his service. You are too. Amen. You are reserved for God in his service. Now, listen, this is not something you can do on your own, Eric. You can't do this on your own. You can't, you can't be that light just on your own like that. You can't shine like that. You can't be holy on your own. Amen. We need Jesus. It's all based on Jesus. You know, in 1 Corinthians, right there, what we just read, in verses 1 through 9, 10 times, 10 times, 9 times, 9 times Paul refers to Jesus Christ in those first nine verses. And it's because if Jesus isn't the foundation, we're not going to get there. Jesus has to be our foundation. Amen. Our foundation of what we do and who we are. Outside of Jesus, yeah, we're not holy. Outside of Jesus, man, I was really bad. You know, but it's by the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from our sins and makes us holy. And now we can walk it out. We can walk it out, right, Charlie? We can walk this out. We can be that light, amen? We can shine before men. We can do this, amen? You know, and I know there's things that we, you know, that have been holding us back, things that cause us to resist what God has for us. But there's also, when the Spirit comes like today, that those things flee from us. And when we leave, we don't pick them up, amen? The more we connect with God, as Liz talked about last time, the more we connect with God through worship, amen, through worship, we worship him. We get into his presence. We allow him to, to wash us with his word, that his word, we declare his word over us, and it just washes us, and we pray. The more that we're gonna see that, that everything we've been battling just comes under the blood, it just flees from us, amen? And we can see more clearly the things that, that God has for us, the things that God's intending for you. See, it's, it's hard. You know, they have these pictures that there's just a, it's just a picture. And, and, but somewhere in that picture, there's like a number under it. You know, there's an image under the picture. And you got to really, I don't, I don't know how to do it because I'm not very good at it. But the, I can't ever see that image under the picture because I, I, I just can't focus for that. You know what pictures I'm talking about? You know, and you're like, there's a rhino under this picture. It's like, really? <laughs> I can't ever see it. You know, but th- this, is, this is where God wants to take us to, that we can see more clearly the things that he has for us because we've been in his presence. That things become so clear that we understand it. You know, it's, it's just like in my life, as God has f- progressed in me and washed me and cleansed me from the things of this world, I know the things that he's had me stop doing, the things that he's cleaned, cleaned me up from, I have a greater, greater, greater understanding of why. I have a greater understanding of why he doesn't want me doing those things. I have a, a, you know, a greater, um, because the understanding comes with his presence. 
Like, you know, there are certain movies and stuff that Delana and I used to watch. And, and we would watch those movies and we'd be all into it and everything. And, you know, the more we get in his presence, the less we watch. We're like, oh, because God says, I don't like that. And we pay attention. And we don't watch. Because we want his presence more than anything. We want to see the picture of what he has more than anything else. You know, but just remember, not everybody wants that. You'll have family members that are, think you're crazy. You'll have family members that think you're being holier than now. Well, you're holy. Remember, you're holy. It's okay to be holier than now. Just don't judge them. Just don't put it on them. I don't put my stuff on people. You know, the Lord says, don't watch that. You want to watch it, I don't care. But the Lord tells me not to watch it. So that's what we're, I'm going to do. You, you got to be okay with that, amen? You got to be okay with that, with me and with each other, amen? If we're going to have fellowship amongst the saints and you you got to want to go do something that I can't do, I'll just excuse myself. And you got to be okay with that. And you just can't go, oh, there goes that pastor. He's holier than now. He's not going to do that. Oh, absolutely. But I'm not going to say, aren't you going to come with me? I'm not going to put that on you. I'm not going to put what God's called me to on you. You got to decide for yourself. How holy do you want to be? How sanctified do you want to be? How much do you want God to use you? How clearly do you want to see? You know that Paul he speaks of grace and peace. He speaks it over us. And that kind of that comes from being connected with Jesus. That grace and that peace just comes down. In, in the Greek, grace is charo, which means chara, which means joy, and chario, which means rejoice, and charis causes rejoicing. So it is the word for God's grace as extended to sinful man. It signifies unmerited favor, undeserved blessing, a free gift. So his grace his favor and blessing, and it's been extended to us, and it should cause rejoicing. Amen. It means that we're rejoicing in the Lord, that we have the joy of the Lord, that we're walking in joy. We're not sick, sad, and sorry, but we're joyful. Amen. We're full of the joy of the Lord, and it's okay to rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Philippians 4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice because of the grace and the favor and the blessing. We've received from the Lord. We, we should always rejoice. We should always have a heart of thanksgiving, amen? It shouldn't be saved up for um, Thanksgiving Day because we always have it. And then we have peace. Peace is a state of rest, quietness, calmness, uh, an absence of strife and tranquility. I mean, that's what I believe God was doing in us this morning. Taking out the strife and bringing tranquility, bringing peace to us, amen? And, and, and this, this is all in Paul's greeting. This is what Paul greets with, amen? And, and he, he gives us encouraging things, and I want to speak them over to you today. Number one, Jesus Christ is our foundation. 
He is our foundation. Without Jesus, we've got nothing. He is our foundation. Number two, we are sanctified when we come to Jesus. We're holy. You are set apart, amen? And number three, we've become saints of God. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a saint. <laughs> Smile when you say it too, huh? <laughs> you're a saint. And then number four, we have his grace. Amen. We have his peace, number five. And then number six, we rejoice all the time. It should put a smile on your face all the time. I know we're going through things. I know we got trials and tribulations. I can't tell you how many people have told me they're not feeling good, you know, but remember this, this walk we're in, it's not based on feeling. It's based on faith. Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus should cause rejoicing in your heart. The trials are going to come and go, and I'm going to finish the rest next week. Yeah, I had a lot to talk about today, but God interrupted, and that's better than anything. Amen. But I want you to know, Jesus loves you. And what he did for us to sanctify us, to make us holy, was that he died. But the great thing about Jesus is he didn't stay dead. He was resurrected. So as we talked about two weeks ago, we can be regenerated in Christ, to be justified, just to look just as if we've never sinned, so that we can be sanctified to be set apart, to be holy, to be free from the bondages of this world, amen? That's what Jesus has done for us so that we, amen, are saints. We are holy. You are holy. You are holy. You are holy, amen? Your heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done for each one of us. I thank you for the promises of your word and the declarations of your word that you have sanctified us. You have set us apart. You have made us saints and holy ones of the most high God. We are holy God. And I pray that Lord, that we would come into understanding every day what it means to be holy. What it means to be a saint. And Father God, that we as your people you're called out ones today, God. We've been called out. We've been called out by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has drawn us to himself to fill each one of us, to justify each one of us, to sanctify each one of us so that we could be holy and saints of the Most High God. I pray your strength over every person here today. That, Lord, that we would walk as saints. We'd be the children of the light. We'd have that fellowship 